epic Fortnite gamers battle royale victory number one. We got Porter the Dungeon Master. We got Tiffany. She grows stuff. And Aaron, who bites things. I'm Yolok, and this isn't my character voice. <laughs> Yeah, you, that has to go uh, somewhere. We're using that. Cut, print, Continue. done. Welcome to our Fate of Midgard game, Stranded in the Southlands. I'm your Game Master Porter. Aaron, tell us about your character. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm very happy to be here tonight. I play Eleanor Westergaard, who is a beguiling magical slayer with the trouble of venom in her veins. Her other aspects include fantastical facades, the Westergaard family business, and a lady on a mission because she gets things done. She is equipped with her negative energy ward and her fancy whip, and she currently has three fate points. Brendan. Hey, I'm Brendan, and I'm going to be playing Yolok this fine evening. Yolok is a slippery kobold treasure hunter. His trouble aspect is getting in is no problem, but getting out... Hmm, um, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yolok is beneath notice and is currently in the void with Meshkenet and Alashra. He has complete dedication to the two mistresses, Eleanor and Mira. As always, he's carrying his Masterwork Thieves tools and his Marodi stiletto. He's also carrying his King Killer dagger. He is driven by the King Killer and sitting comfortably on five fate points. I'm Tiffany. I play Mira Barkridge. She is a well-meaning, eccentric earthen enchantress. Her trouble is she does not kill. Her other aspects are horticulture for hire, herbalist hobbyist. She is the caretaker of the figs. She also has blood on my hands. And her two gear aspects, the negative energy ward and the staff of summer flame with four fate points. Excellent. Aaron, where's your thirsty at? Ooh, thirsty. I get to knock one off, right? You do get to knock one off. Okay, so I have currently two open boxes. So you're at three of five. Correct. All right. Now, uh, I am also still exhausted, I believe, unless we are moving can, on to a new scene. You can scene. clear that. Yes, you can, you can clear that. Wonderful. Good, good, good. So, Aaron, will you give us a quick recap of what happened last time? Yes. So Maloof took us to chat with Cola, and Cola is this big matriarch at the Lantern Keepers. And um, I thought, I think we all thought that we were just going to go in there, say hello, and then go to bed. That did not happen. We went in there and Eleanor began telling the whole story of our adventure um, to gain her trust. And while she's telling this story, Yolok apparently had never heard any of this. This was all news to Yolok, and he was not very happy about that. Um, so he found out that we were from the Oasis of Figs. He found out that Eleanor uh, had been bit by a vampire and has this vampiric power. Um, and so anyway, that happened. And then we also, uh, he pulled the dagger out. I can't remember how did that happen, Yolok. Did uh, right. So the dagger was pulled uh, because 
uh, he was accused of being uh, smelling like the void. Right. Uh, and so in order to explain why, he um, – well, he was compelled to pull the dagger out. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yep. So Yolak was compelled. He pulled out this dagger. Um, Cola was not happy about this dagger, said that it was a very, very bad item. Um, she also told us a story of how we could get rid of this dagger. She said that up in a cave, there was a sorcerer named Yamaka Loda, who was a cloud giant. And he went up into the mountains because there was a dragon, a void dragon, and that dragon had eggs. And there was a pool that he could throw these eggs into to get rid of them. Anything that went into this pool, you never saw again. So, Cola believes that this could be a solution to the dagger issue that we're having. Um, this led to a very long, lengthy conversation about, should we keep the dagger or should we get rid of the dagger? To which there was really no decision made. The end. Okay. <laughs> so, it ended with you all going to bed. So, that night... You've all been, you've been sleeping for a long time. So, Yolok is uh, sleeping fitfully, despite the dampening of the, of the shadow realm on the dagger. He's getting little whispers through the night. They're distant, but it just makes his rest fitful. Um, Eleanor is having a really hot dream where, um, her and Braga? Burgo. Burgos. Woo! Burgo! Where her and Burgo <laughs> are totally making Woo! out. And making then... out? That's a hot dream. And then she proceeds to bite him. And start feeding on him. And she wakes up in a bit of a sweat like, oh my gosh, whoa. Because... Did she like it? Oh. Oh, yes. But you're realizing, like, oh my goodness, like, I... I'm more... I've been more steadily exerted. You have been more steadily exerted for the last several days than you have been in a while. And so you're just feeling aware mm. of, like, your tattoos are doing, in fact, when you wake up, your tattoos are glowing in the night a bit. Ooh. As they're, like, trying to suppress Pulsing your a little hunger. Bit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. A little bit of that action. <laughs> Mira is also having a rough night of dreams. No one is sleeping very well tonight, is, is the point. Mira is dreaming about the cell. That she remembers, where they found Tomlin in his cell in the basement of the 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 dungeons of the pyramid, where she found him in a crumpled pile, and that is the last thing she remembers. And as far as she's concerned, is how it and is how it his story ended with her, is in that cell, and um, the 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 main thing is the ra is the the rags on his body um and uh, in her in her hands and that's what she's dreaming about eleanor you, you woke up briefly from your dream okay 
Everyone else is continuing to sleep through their bad nights. But you wake up very briefly. And just as you're about to go off to sleep, through sheer luck, your head just happens to turn in the right direction. You just happen to have a sight line near the door. Are, can I ask, are we all sleeping in the same you're room all, or are we in different rooms? You're all sleeping in the same hut. It's the that infirmary hut, and it is lightly divided by little, like, wicker stand mm. divider lines, like cha- like changing screen type of heaviness. Okay. So they provide privacy, but very little division. Okay. Um, you see... Through the backlit moonlight, there's a the moon is passing kind of behind the door, and you have a very angled view of the door, and you just see an absolutely silent, large shadow sneak in through the door of the infirmary hut, and it's moving along very quietly. You have great hearing, and you hear nothing. Um, can I quickly and quietly get out of bed? Can I grab my um, dagger and go and investigate? Sure. Really quick. Sure. Do I need to roll something? Um, I, I need a covert roll oh. from you to see if it hears you. Oh, no. Well, that would be a two. Okay. That is not good enough for this other person. Do you want to change that? The difficulty here will be a three. Uh, no. Okay. So, you are able to get up. You have your dagger. And as you come around the screen, you see that the big shape is actually Maloof. And he's sneaking in to Yolok. And Yolok is sleeping? Yolok is sleeping. Well, it's Maloof. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, I had just been speaking to him before bed. Mm-hmm. You did. Um, he is making a... He is clearly being stealthy. He moved like this in the woods when he was hunting... When he was... Uh, when he went hunting that deer. Oh. Yeah, he's not... He's, he's not in looking ranger. for nighttime chit-chat. Yeah, he's, he's in ranger He's in... But Expecting us to be asleep. He locks eyes with you, and his big, deep eyes have the little have a little glint of light in the dark, and he makes eye contact with you, and he pauses. Maloof. And he holds up a finger, a clawed finger to his big bare lips. Eleanor makes a gesture of sort of what. What are you doing? Why are you here? She kind of has her hands up and, like, gestures mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. He looks very, very torn. Like, he's not quite sure what he sh- what he's gonna do. Eleanor is walking closer to him, slowly. He, he looks around kind of nervously, and he looks down at Yolok. Yolok. Wait, is he right next to Yolak? He is right next to Yolak now. Oh, I didn't realize he was yeah, right he, next he, to Yeah, he's gotten across the room to Yolak. Brendan, when Yolak it, sleeps, where does he keep the King Killer? The same place it always is. Where is Hippie at? 
Okay. Under his robes, on his hip. He cannot be separated from it. Yep. That is, he is bonded to it. He cannot be disarmed unwillingly. It is on him at all times. But he doesn't like take it out at night and like snuggle it like a yeah. teddy bear in his hands <laughs> under his chin. Uh, no. like, he just leaves it on his belt. He doesn't like. Okay. Yep. Maloof silently gestures at you to go back to your bed. Eleanor does not go back to her bed. She again, Maloof, what are you doing? He looks very like, this is not supposed to be the... And... And Eleanor's kind of, she sees that he's getting close to Yolok. Mm-hmm. Eleanor is definitely not happy with how things went down yeah. this past night, but but she's gonna like move into a defensive position. She's not gonna let him do something to Yolok, and she's not quite sure what yeah he's, what he's up to. He kind of sees your shift in body stance and makes a a, a a split decision. He reaches down real fast, both hands grabs hold of the dagger at the sheath and handle at the base of Yol on, on Yolak's belt. Yolak, you wake up. Boom. Enormous, big, shadowy thing. You feel touch the dagger. Okay. Okay. Mira is asleep. Oh. <laughs> For the moment. Ain't that always the case? Yeah, so there's no question about it. Uh, If Okay, let let me see. Can I get a fate point compel here uh, and compel driven by the king killer and react uh, very violently? Not Maloof, no! You can say no and save Maloof. <laughs> no, you'll have to go stuff it, DM. Listen, Maloof, Maloof's my guy. I yeah. love Maloof. I, I am on record saying I love Maloof. I, I do think it's appropriate. Ooh! All right, so I, I feel like uh, Yolok, uh, I have a... Um, like a sixth sense connection with the king killer and i can tell like a magnet yep. as something approaches its field i sense that approach absolutely and so yolok i i start waking up as maloof is getting close to touching it right so he definitely grabs it but by the time that his hands grasp it, Yolok is already wa- you know wide-eyed and uh, stiletto in hand, and as fast as he can, he's bringing that stiletto right onto the opposite side of Maloof. So if Maloof is coming in on Yolok's right side, mm-hmm. I'm going for a stab on his left side straight into his neck with the stiletto. Okay. Wait! Eleanor sees this! She's like... Uh, this is yeah, 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 so... Yeah. This is lightning fast. This is all gonna... We're, this is all gonna... We're, we're, we'll get there. 
we'll get there. We'll get there. So, he's also freaking enormous. Sure. I was about to so. ask about, like, literally the length of Yolok's arm and the length of Umberloo's <laughs> yeah. torso. Sure, that's fair. The, Yolok's maneuver is completely viable. It's all good. It's all good. So, um, okay. In that, go ahead, and that is a, that's an appropriate reaction in the moment. Um, yes, you may have the fate point. Um, and go ahead and make a, uh, go ahead and make a fast attack. He has, he, because of his completely silent approach and swift, uh, grab, he has a, uh, he's got a aspect of surprise on you that with a, with a free invoke and he's not slow himself. But right. you go ahead, sir. Okay. Uh, we got a three. That's a four. Okay. He's rolling up. Plus three with a one on the dice. He's got a four. He's going to use his invoke to make it a six. Do you want to change that outcome? Uh, yeah. Um. So if you add two, it will make it a tie. Refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. My fighting style of single light blade, I gain a plus one to attack with fast. Is that a attack damage or is that an attack hit? That is to the attack the main attack roll. When it's damage only, it's the it's the weapon value. So this is a that's a full plus one on the main roll itself. Okay. So I would like to apply that. That's us oh, I assumed you were adding that. That's normal. Oh no, I was not adding that yet. So that that puts me at a at okay. a five. Okay. Uh, and then in this scene, I would like to use lightning wits, uh, where without taking an action, create a new scene aspect, uh, or uh, add a free invoke to an existing aspect. So, Brendan, can I, I, pa- feel- can I pause you oh. for a second on this? I feel like with you just coming out of uh, like lightning wits is based on the assumption on like a basis of you being aware of your environment and being able to make use of things in the moment it doesn't feel right in the like coming right out of unconsciousness the attack does i don't feel like lightning wits can be used right this okay next 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 transaction by all means okay so Uh, all right. So he's still ahead by one. But um, if you, but if you do add a plus two from some, from an invoke, you will be in the lead there. Yeah, I'll burn my uh my just earned fate point. Okay. So I I would like to invoke driven by the king killer. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Okay, so that will have you winning by one. Mm-hmm. And so that will deal one stress to him, um, which is actually not that much in the scope of. Let me just put that down. Um, okay. 
So, you whip around, your dagger stabs in, he roars. Mira, you're now awake. I was about to say, as soon as she hears any wail of pain, it's kind of in, yeah. you know, in tandem with what she was dreaming about anyway. Yeah. Bolt upright. Roar, actually, let's not, not a roar, but he growls. He, like, folks in this room, and anyone hears, hears it, knows what's going on, awake, etc. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Brendan, um, you can, so, you stab, in the moment you stab his, the dagger into his enormously thick shoulder neck region, the line between shoulder and neck is kind of, un, is, is, uh, fairly gray. Um, you notice something real, real scary. Um, the, he's holding onto the dagger, suddenly, the eyes looking back at you out of Maloof's face don't look like Maloof's eyes. There is a weird face coming out of the eyes. You are simultaneously seeing Maloof's face and that really creepy ancient priestess in the dagger. Mm. Yaxanai. You are seeing Yaxanai staring back at you out of Malou's face. And through his enormous toothy maw, she smiles inch-long teeth at you. Do we see this, or is this just something that Yola can see in his, like, void mind, or is this visible so, to everyone in the, the room? the two of you actually see a very odd, like, shadowy, like, blurring of his features. To Briolok, it is extremely clear who is there. The two of you see something weird going on in his face. Am I close to Mira? Um, I don't feel like you are. I feel like I'm you two gonna, are on opposite sides. I want to quickly move over to where Mira is. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, is it like... One second, sorry. I've got a pop-up. I need to Pause. go away. Pause. Okay. Sorry. Um, Unpause. Go ahead. Is it that I see Yaxanai, or is it that I see a projection of Yaxanai? In, in other words, is it is it actually Yaxanai there, or does it look like a... Uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, a, um, yeah, a projector putting an image over Maloof. Yeah, it's like a goat, like a ghostly apparition of Yax and I kind of fading back and forth around Maloof's features. How'd she get there? The dagger. Maloof does not have the will that Yolok has, or the connection to the dagger. She's using so his she... arm as a conduit. Yes. Ah, uh, the minute he yeah. touched, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can absolutely see through his arms, like you can see the connection between the dagger and him, and it's totally going through his arms. The second he touched it, she took the jump. Ah, that's interesting. It is now so Maloof's turn. Ooh, Maloof, 
holding. So you are have one arm over dagger into. Hold his. on, hold on. Don't I get to choose whose turn it is next? There's Actually, only two of you Eleanor engaged go. at the moment. Your choices are Eleanor or Maloof. Eleanor declared she's running across the room. Felt like oh, it didn't okay. really matter. That, so, fair enough. She's running across right. the room to Mira. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see Jackson. I I saw Maloof doing something weird. I see Mira over there. Sure. I think I need to. I think I need to run to Mira and like make sure she's okay and like. And I'm just like I'm just rustling to get out of bed. Yeah, I like, think what are the we idea do? is like. She so Mira said just to make it clear what Mira's doing, so maybe Eleanor can make a decision. Um, the minute that she heard Maloof cry out, mm -hmm. she sat bolt upright and looked straight at the source of the noise. And yep. because she was looking at him when his face changed, that was when she flipped a switch and she went, Oh shit, it's go time. Yep. And she grabs the staff and like oh, has cool. it sort of like. At the ready, she doesn't know what for, but it's in her hand, and her feet are on the floor. Okay, so maybe I won't go running to Mira if she's if she's like if she's what? awake. I'm gonna say Mira, you're still sitting down, but you have you you can have your staff. That's the one. Yeah, that your your yeah, your I know, I'm, is I'm sitting up. down, but I did I have time to pivot my body or my feet on the floor? Sure, Nothing you're that you're just you're, you're still on the ground. Is my point? Yes, you're not on your feet yet. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna change my action if that's okay. I'm gonna go try to break Maloof away from the dagger. Like I just kind of wanna get in between Maloof and Yolok. Okay, so Maloof know. is holding both hands forward like this. Yolok's arm is oh is come over with a with a stab. What are you are you trying to Oh I think Eleanor's gonna try to grab the dagger. <laughs> I mean, everyone's going for it. Why not? Okay. Sure. Well, she doesn't want Maloof to have it. Sure. Okay. Hey, sure. Make a uh, make a fast. I'm I'm sorry. This is the same Eleanor that spent the entire night saying this dagger is evil. You have to destroy it. Nothing good can come of it, and you're reaching for it. Well, Maloof has it. Like, and he is turning it. He does not have it. It is still on me. He is touching it. Okay, she's going to try to, like, get him away from it. If that means she has to grab the dagger and pull it away, get his hands up. She's just getting, she's getting in there. Trying to break it up. And if that means she has to take the dagger, that's what it means. She doesn't want to keep the dagger. No, no, no. Okay, what what am I rolling for? Uh, I got a one on the dice. I'm are you fast? It's either a fast or brutal, depending on how you want to narrow. Let's do a brutal. Go for it. Because that'll give me a four. Okay, so you're gonna muscle your so way in. So I'm gonna go in, and I have my elbow out. I'm gonna swing the elbow into Maloof, trying to hit him with my the full force sure. of my body. And getting his hand away from the dagger. In that, I will probably have to grab his hand. I don't know if I will need... I will... Okay, I'm going to put one hand on the dagger, one hand on his arm, and try to pry it off. Okay. So. You are you are meeting Maloof force with force. Yep. Oh, he's a big bear. He's a bear. Yeah, Eleanor versus the bear. Oh. Yeah. He, he's a... Uh... He's a, a bear with heroic. 
because he's a giant bear warrior. So it's kind of okay. his kind of his thing. Sure. So that's a one. That's a five with heroic six. And I need to. So you need to beat him for your maneuver to be successful. And is that this, the roll that I just did? My three. Yes. So you're. It's right now not looking good for you. Um. Oh man, I'd have to use thirsty and a fate point. Mm. Is it worth it? <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a pretty one-for-one one violence exchange, and you might just take stress anyway by failing. This seems like I can't predict the future. I'm just saying by failing this, you might just sustain physical injury as he, like, tosses you aside yeah. like the way bears would right. with an annoyance. Kind of what I'm thinking. But I don't know. But is but it I, worth I, it? Should I, like, do the thirsty and... Do the fate point. I mean, it's up to you because the consequences of thirsty fall completely upon your your whole vampire's oh, D's. And that's. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. So that gives you heroic scale and the plus two. So that actually gives you a. That actually brings you. So to that's a tie. A tie. If I, if I take off thirsty. Um. Um, you know, and then I'm going to use that fate point lady on a mission. Okay. That will give you a solid, clean success. Okay. To which Maloof is going to up his own ante. He has two fate points. So he is going to uh, invoke his, um, <laughs> his, uh, his aspect um, honed by the wilds. Okay, well, here's his fate point, yep. too. <sighs> well, now I feel like some so cop still prison. <laughs> I've, like, spent stuff. Now I have to keep So spending. a tie, in, a, in this kind of situation, a tie goes to the actor. Oh, well, great. With a, with a minor cost. Sure, let's do it. So, um... Under the circumstances, it feels like a two-stress minor cost seems about right. Yep, I will take some stress. Two-stress. Okay. All right. So, in the course of... So, you jump in there, and the two of you have a big old back-and-forth reefing, and Yolak is getting kind of swung around here between two very strong individuals. As uh, as uh, And what makes the difference is Eleanor able to kind of uh, lever in and get a really good point of leverage in between his uh, in between his arms, and she actually is able to break the grip, and his arms fall off. And that moment, you get hit hard I... from inside the dagger. Wait, who's holding the dagger? Who has the dagger? You. Well, you're holding Oh, I on. grabbed the dagger. Okay, so I hung onto the dagger. Whoa, wait, you have... Yolak is still on it. Yolak's still <laughs> on the other end. Eleanor is touching the dagger, or Eleanor is touching Maloof, who's touching the dagger? 
she made it very explicit. She was grabbing the dagger with one hand and trying to break Maloof's grip on it. So I broke Maloof's okay. grip, but so I'm hanging onto the dagger. So I am now holding the dagger, which is still attached to Yolok. Correct. Okay. But Maloof is not. Correct. Okay. Okay. So. Yolok, you can still see a tendril of sh- of the, like, ghostly shape streaming from the dagger to Maloof. And you are still seeing Yaxanai in his face. Okay, so he is no longer touching the dagger. Correct. But it is crystal clear to me that he is possessed by Yaxanai. Correct. Eleanor is now holding the dagger. Eleanor, you, um, please make a focus defense. (laughs) Guys, I don't focus. Against F. a three attack coming in. It's actually not an attack. It's a create advantage. That is a negative one. Oh, Ooh, no. All right. Okay. okay. Hold on. So I want to clarify, is this focus attack someone trying to... Uh, someone or something trying to transfer from the dagger into Eleanor? Not transfer, but, um, affect from. Okay. In in the same way that Yaxanai is affecting Maloof from the dagger. Correct. Okay. Can I help Eleanor? Hold that thought. Not yet. Not in the in this moment of the attack, no, you cannot. Okay. Future rounds, perhaps. Okay. So, do you want to do anything about that result? No. Okay. Well, I don't, guys. Guys, I have one box of thirsty left, and I only have two fate points, and this is the beginning of the night. Like, do you want me to? If, okay, if I, Brendan, I see your face. <laughs> if you want me to spend that box of Thirsty to give myself, like, I'm going to have to do Thirsty and a Fate Point. I don't think Thirsty is applicable here, for the record. Oh, well, then I'm going to have to do two, like, that will take all my Fate Points. No, Which you I can get this... back. <laughs> I don't farm them the way you do. I'm not that talented. <laughs> Uh, okay, listen, it's your call. I'm just looking at Maloof, who's possessed by an ancient priestess of Thoth Hermes, and gee, I wonder which, you know, bad mamma jamma's coming your way. But, like, if I... It's your call. I can fight it. It's up to you. I'm just gonna take it. Okay. I don't want to spend my stuff! Yeah. There, there's a, there's an argument as well that it might be easier to break it later than yeah. it is to resist it now. Because okay, there's a, there's yeah, a... like when Yolok stabs you with the dagger. Exactly. Right. Wait. Sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is it? Negative one. So that is a. Oh, that's a success with style, style too. Oh, Jesus. oh no! Wait, you... we did not. I did not know that. You are, you are uh, affected by the aspect. Possessed oh. by 
Drum roll, please. Alashra. Oh, no! Yeah, no fooling. <laughs> With two invokes. Okay. Now it's a party. Oh, <laughs> we got everybody oh boy, on it's the a party. We just need Meshkenna and Mira, and we're. I in guess the I was gonna say, guess who she's coming for? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone want to take bets on the odds of this hut surviving the encounter? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is the round. Um, and actually, Maloof hasn't gone yet. Neither has He's Mira. Been Mira's turn is waking up. Mira doesn't get a full action this turn. Sorry. Okay, fair. You, yeah, your turn is waking up. So, Maloof is, since uh, Eleanor tore him off, Maloof looking like... Um, so, now actually that you have Alashra in the head, um, he sees you, and he's actually gonna... He's actually gonna stop and be like looking at you for a moment and Eleanor you feel like you're almost starting you feel like you take are suddenly taking a back seat in your own body oh excellent and you see a really strange face just like Yolok saw you are seeing this really clear apparition face floating kind of back and forth around Molu's face and you from from your back seat in your body, you realize that um, Maloof is not Maloof in this moment. And Maloof is very confused for the moment and sees you and that you're holding the dagger and actually turns and looks at Yo and uh, looking at Yolok on the end of the dagger. And is going to just take a big downward swipe. So, Yolok, you are connected to the dagger. I'm going to say you're on your feet, and it's it's at, like, uh, Eleanor's hanging on from your belt. So it's kind of awkward, but, like, you're on it. And he is going to take a downward swipe at you. Uh, okay. So, so, he is no longer connected to the dagger. He is possessed. He's attacking me. You see a you see a look of you see him look at Eleanor and trying to decide if she's a f still a foe Friend or, or foe. ally. Yeah, and right. decides that either way hitting you is a good idea. Uh, and can uh. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's handle this first. All right, cool. Yep. So he's taking a big swipe at me. Okay. Yep. He is going to take a big swipe at you. You can defend with fast. Okay. Under the circumstances. Oh, good lord. Shit. Yeah, that would be a seven. Because it's brutal. And I rolled really well. 
get three pluses on the dice. You can use lightning wits at this point. Okay, so I have plus one on the dice. That's a four. Uh, I can use evasion. Yes. Once per scene, I get a plus two defending with fast against a physical attack where I can disengage from my opponent. Uh, now, presumably, I can't do a sweet ninja backflip because I'm being held, Correct. but I've got an idea. I've got an idea. You can do a ninja backflip. You just still can't let go of the dagger. Or, or, or That puts me at attack. six, right? That puts me at six? Yeah. And I need to beat a seven? Yep. For now? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you tie uh, eight, well, probably won't. You're probably going to win. You probably don't have a situation for a tie here, but a tie will mean does no damage. Get a yeah, so I want to beat this. So I'm going to... Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use Lightning Wits, and... Uh... I'm going to invoke uh I'm going to add a free invoke to driven by the king killer. Okay. That's easy. Uh where this is still just highly reactive at this point. So everything is fast, everything's dodgy. So I'm not doing a sweet ninja backflip to get out of this, but as he's coming down and Eleanor is pulling me, I stop resisting Eleanor for a moment mm. and let her basically drag me out of the way uh, and uh, let Maloof's fists come straight down to where I used to be. Sweet. Works for me. That is awesome. Okay. That is the end of the round. And Maloof is going to popcorn it to Mira. So, by Mira's time to react, okay, so does Yolak land on his feet? Is he now standing sort of like smashed up against Eleanor? Are they both standing? They're both standing. Eleanor just, Eleanor was pulling on the dagger. Yolak allowed her to pull him which got him out of the reach of uh, Maloof's big swipe. Everyone is still on their feet. There might be a bit of, you know, combat stumbly action going on, but no one is, like, falling over. Okay, but, like, the spacing between the between my friends and Maloof... Is tight. Is, like, a 2v1 situation? It's a like, 1v1v1. Yeah. Okay. Or a 1v2... A 2v... Wait. Ever, free for all. Please correct me in my head. The situation that we're looking at is... And maybe this is just me adding, like, the scenery. Maloof approached bed where Yolak was laying. And Eleanor wanted to pull... Wanted to shove him off. And pull... Ended up pulling Yolak towards her. So they are presumably standing together... Yes. On what I would assume to be the opposite side of the bed? Or um, the foot of the bed? Is the, there some separation between the two of them and him? Not much. Maloof missed by inches. So there is okay. they, they are in a So they're, they're effectively standing in a cluster. Totally, yes. And you are you are seeing this from 
peeking around a little thin wicker screen. Right. But all I see is just violence on all sides. Yes. And it just needs to be stopped. And I can't get a hand in. I don't want to hurt anybody, but I have to cease this. So, Mira, you have described this place as a hut, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Presumably the roof is made of thatch or some natural material. Absolutely. Uh, She raises the staff straight up in the air above her and uh, collapses the roof on top of everybody. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's Hopefully that's, uh... out of the rubble, everyone will either come to her senses or she can extract her friends and they can Sure. Yeah. Get, um... They can that's the quickest way she thinks in the moment to diffuse the situation and cause enough chaos to least likely hurt anybody and act the quickest is to bring the roof down on all of them. Yeah, I think uh, you're creating a a zone aspect uh, of collapsed roof. Go ahead and Mm -hmm. uh, that is um, just because this thing is built to not collapse um, difficult to agree (laughs) as um, most roofs hopefully are. Yeah, totally doable if you make it happen. Okay. I don't think, uh, again, given the the speed of comp, this is not a focus roll. Okay. So this would be like a like a quick reaction, like a fast. Quick or, or clever. My fast and clever are the same. Well, I think I've. There you I think go. We've talked about how, like, we... narratively, that kind of has made sense. Here we go. Uh, my dice give me nothing, so I'm at a two. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say that's enough to avoid a wild, a wild magic event. This is the, the, the complexity here is about the force needed to actually achieve Mm -hmm. your goal. So you're, 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 you're good for the baseline two of like not having a wild magic event. However, um, in to actually accomplish your goal, you need to get a three. Okay. Um, well, she has, uh, she's definitely going to use a fate point and, uh, invoke, um, a horticulture for hire herbalist hobbyist. She has absolutely built buildings by enchanting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She's made various huts and structures out of natural materials, roofs included, that she knows how to enchant building materials. Sure, I'll go with that. That works. Very nice. Okay, so she, she holds the staff up in the in the air, and suddenly all the wood, all of the timbers in the building, flex, bowing down, and then shatter, and the whole roof comes down on all of you. So um, that is an uh, that uh, everyone is dealing with an aspect of collapsed roof. So everyone is just covered in stuff, which you're going to probably have to deal with before you do much of anything. So that's a one aspect. Uh, that's a, that's a, the the aspect affects everyone. Tiffany, you have a free invoke on it that you can use, like if you want to make someone's, you know overcoming more difficult mm-hmm. or or affect some other action that they're taking you have your aspect is good for that 
or your okay. invoke is good for that. Okay, so Mira, who would you, who would who does Mira want to popcorn to? Uh, at the moment, Eleanor, because I'm not entirely sure how much of a shift she was able to perceive in Eleanor's visage and demeanor with the Alashra position, but it clearly seems that something happened. And yeah, okay. we're going to see how she has to okay. deal with that. So Eleanor, the roof crashes down on top oh. of you and in, in your... Uh, but you almost don't notice it because in your uh, in your brain you hear Alashra's <clears throat> crooning voice telling you to just sit back, honey. I'll take care of this. She does not like Alashra. No, she remembers that last interaction they had. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so what do I need to do to overcome her? So you, uh, it's a the basic aspect is an overcome of two. Okay. Um, and probably focus or bold or uh, clever is possible if you have a really good explanation, but it's not going to be brutal or fast, for sure. <sighs> Covert if you find some kind of trickery scenario. Again, really good explanation. Okay, in Eleanor's mind, she can hear Alashra talking, just take a seat, honey. And she is talking, however, thinking back to Alashra. I so easily took your courts. They did not even, they did not trust you, you were not strong, and you think that as some wraith you can overpower me? I don't believe so. So she's trying to intimidate, I guess. That is bold. Ugh. I want to do clever so badly. I don't know how to be clever with her right now. It's a tricky scenario to be clever in. I know. And the you could is... use deception, and I'm not sure how much aware, worldly awareness she has from within the void, but she knows that Darius was on your tail, and maybe she was clued in as to why? And she doesn't like Darius, but she was intimidated by him, because he, like, vaporized some of her folks. And you oh. could say that you're in league with him. Oh. She That's doesn't know idea. that you rebuked his offer of Vampire Queen. That's good. That's good idea, too. Because the Darius connection to you and how it affects her might be maybe the only thing. I'm going to do that. I'm still going to have an effect. Okay. I don't know if you go the deception route or whatever, or how much she knows, because we don't know. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to redo that. I'm going to retcon that. Pause and pause. Elashra and Eleanor is saying this in her mind, yep. telepathically to her. Did you know that Darius came for me? Did you know that Darius was so excited that I was a 250-year-old vampire? Do you know what he would do if he knew what you were trying to do? You had better take a seat, honey. 
Sure. Roll it. Nice. That is a four. Okay. Adding a three. That is a three. Okay. So she is going that she has a three against your four. She's using one of the invokes to take it to a five. So she's used one. I want to use the collapsed roof to say that she has tried to possess me. She hasn't been in a body for a while, and a roof mm. has just collapsed on her, so she's probably very disoriented. So the roof so the the aspect is there. You can pay a fate point to invoke that, or if you can convince Tiffany to give you her her uh, free invoke, that's viable as well. The aspect is there. I appreciate your explanation, and I buy it. The invoke uh, has to come from you or Tiffany, though. Okay, I'm sure Tiffany's gonna do something with hers. No, honestly, you know what? I've got I've got fame points. I'm willing to spend if it comes to that. Um, you can have my invoke. Because your situation is, A, pretty desperate, and I think narratively completely applicable. Keep in mind that Alasha has another invoke up her sleeve. Okay. So That's fine. I have have two fate points. Okay. All right. So you're going to use Tiffany's collapsed roof invoke. Yep. Yep. And she will. She will use her second. So if you have something else, you win. But as of right now, she wins. She's winning, but you've also blown through all of her invokes. Okay, I'm going to use a fate point, and I'm invoking the Westergaard family business because I know vampires, and I know that she's just full of hot air. She actually can't do much right now. She's trying to, she is trying to intimidate me, and I know that. Can I tweak that slightly and, and go and, and lean into the you know how disorienting it is possess, when, a, when a vampire uh, takes possession of, some, of someone? Yeah. Same, same gist, but... Yes. All right, cool. Done. All right, you win that interaction. So, uh, you shove Alashra out. You, you eject her out of your mind. And she flows, screaming, back into the dagger. You are still under a whole bunch of rubble in the roof. But you want, so you basically spent your turn underneath the rubble, like winning your mental battle. Is the dagger sheathed? Yes, the dagger yes. is sheathed. You still Ooh, have... so if you just touch the handle, bad things happen. You have, you, you still have your hands on it. You and Yolak are both under the rubble together, or the, the timber. Okay, so we're like still entwined. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pass it to Yolak. Okay, Yolak, you. Just were, last thing you remember, you were kind of stumbling backwards, going with the momentum from, from, yep. uh, Eleanor, and then suddenly the roof shattered and landed on you. So you are currently underneath some timbers and some thatch, and you feel El- uh, Eleanor still has hold of your belt, and she's kind of just sitting still for a moment. Okay. <clears throat> I notice that. There's no longer any sort of phasing in and out on Eleanor. And I still see the tendril connecting straight to Maloof. Yeah, I'd say actually you actually, from your van, you can actually almost feel the tendril from Eleanor snapping back to the dagger. Sure. So we're going to take a 
different um, uh, a different sort of angle here. And we are going to try and commune directly with um, Yaxanai. And as owner and dominator of the void, I'm going to command her to get back in her prison. Okay, that is and that is a bold move. Ooh, I was thinking it's far more clever. No, I'm sorry. Oh. That is a direct force of personality and willpower. That is right. bold. <laughs> sorry. Okay. This team no, has systematically undervalued bold throughout this campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. You still want to cool. do it, or do you want to do something else? Yeah. No, I definitely want to do it. That's okay. what I want to do. Okay. Is there a set difficulty, or oh, are you going to tell me after it's I gonna roll? Be a, it's going to be an opposed. It'll be opposed. By Yaxanai? By, by Yaxanai. This is a. This is you trying to command Oof. Yaxanai. Okay. Yeah. I got a two on the dice. I got a zero in bold. So, okay. two. Okay. Oh. I just Son. rolled four pluses. Son of- oh no! She has okay. a bold of three, so that's a seven. Um. All right, hold on. Yikes! You might want to let that one run. I, that'd be really hard to overturn. It would cost you an awful lot. All right, I've already used lightning wits. So I, I need to get a f- I need to get five more. Yeah. Ooh. So That's... and the way I'm thinking about it is you are effectively trying to do an overcome on the possessed by Yaxanai aspect on Maluth is the way I'm kind of thinking about it. So it's you know you are trying to burst your way through a wall. That wall is turning out to be a whole lot stronger than you thought it was. Okay. Um, and Mira, you used your free invoke with Eleanor, correct? I did. No, sorry. So this would be a fail or a succeed at a serious cost, which we could negotiate. A succeed at a serious cost. Uh-huh. What's a serious cost? Like a moderate consequence. So, I'm open to the discussion. All right, I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Could could we, could we, uh, could we talk moderate, could could we do a succeed with a moderate consequence? Yes. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So, what All right, can I, can I describe what I'm doing? Let's let's agree what the consequence is going to be, and then yes. Okay. All so, right. What uh, what are, what are you thinking? What's so a this good is going to stick around for uh through. This will stick around through the 
after sorry you can't you will be able to make the attempt to remove this and recover from it um in a future scene once you yes. have done that it will then clear after the next session okay like so this will be around for minimum of next session if not possibly the session after that depending on so i think this is a given that this is like a mental a mental battle i feel like this should be a mental i agree condition yes uh and um so i i don't have any particular ideas other than like something yeah something mental yeah i agree something how about um can i make a suggestion please narratively i think that the phrase a door once open can be passed through both ways and possibly by addressing Yaxanai directly, maybe the dampening effect of all the voices and screaming and terror in his head that he has been seeking relief from are no longer silenced because he's kind of mm. blown the lid wide open on the communication between him and the void. I like that. A door once opened. Yes. And to add a little, like, I, I don't know if this is adding more or or not, but uh Yolok having had gotten a lot of control over the void up until this point i feel like maybe periodically we're gonna have to make some checks to make sure that i'm still able to keep control yeah yeah i like that that feels All entirely right. appropriate and very satisfying so what did we call it a door once opened a door once opened and i get one free invoke on that oh Beautiful. Okay, so but tell us how Yolok sends, ya- you know, commands Yax and I out of Malif. So, feeling Alashra snap back into the dagger, uh, and and sensing what's happening uh, within Eleanor, Yolok knows that he has to. Uh, deal with the remaining threats one at a time and he knows that there's no possible way that we're going to be able to win this battle against maloof and yaks and i so i resolve myself to removing one of the threats as fast as i can and so yolok sort of stops struggling against Eleanor for a moment, brings brings all of his focus to bear, uh, and dives deep emotionally into the void. And he opens his eyes and they are black just like the dagger and around his 
left hand, he reaches towards Maloof and a pale purple mist forms from his fingertips. And I point directly at Maloof and in a voice unlike a voice that either Mira or Eleanor have heard up until this point, Yolok begins uttering in a speech Boy, that speech. no one can understand. Yes! Yes! No! <laughs> Thank you! And he points directly at Maloof, and I say, Yaksunai now, obviously, no one can understand precisely what he's saying. As Yolok finishes speaking, the mist that forms, that had formed around his hand, like a lightning bolt, strikes right at Maloof's chest. And like a strobe light, you see it strobe out and hit his entire body, flash back into a purple sphere, and immediately rebound straight into Yolok's hand. In the moments while it's like pulsing through his body, Yaxanai's voice rips out from Maloof's mouth screaming in in that same un, un, unintelligible void speech and in this high-pitched scream erupts as it forms down into the ball. As the energy returns to Yolok, he closes his eyes once again, opens them, and his normal self is back. He looks at Eleanor and says, Please let go. And he collapses to the floor. As does Maloof. He slumps over and is resting his head on a shattered timber of the roof. Mira, we're going to say you are relatively unburied, and you see Cola come running over. She comes running over and, like, picking her way over all of the stuff and goes to Maloof, and is, like, checking that he's okay. I let go of the dagger. Can I fix the roof? Can I undo it? Can I put it back? Can I roll to put it back? <laughs> I think you a roof. Now that roof everybody's chilled. Um, may, maybe, but that would take, that would take time. That's not a snap your fingers. That's not a snap your fingers operation. Um, okay. 
Chaos is fast. I can't Order like stop in playroom the thing back to rights. No, I don't think so. You we talked about <laughs> Mira's Mary Poppins bag of herbs. I can't Mary Poppins magic playroom this thing back together. If it hadn't involved shattering, you know, six yeah, by no, six I, timbers. I, yeah. I, I'm with you. I <laughs> it's worth an ask. Yeah, you could just not instantly. She, well, then let it be said, she in, has full intention of putting it back before they leave. She's not going to leave it collapse. She's going to make her very best effort to put it back <laughs> when we're done. Yolok is, feels like he just got hit by a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Eleanor. Yeah, I, I think he might even be like, in and out of consciousness at this point. Yeah, I think that's fair. Eleanor, you are you've you've got enough presence of mind to let go of the dagger. You are realizing you are fully you and in control of yourself and you got a glimpse of where Alashra was coming from. It is the vast emptiness of of space and you had a sense of being entirely alone and ground and and just lost in forever and you that is the you've had a sense of long time this is the first time you've had a taste of eternity and it was bad it was vast and empty and cold and would drive anyone to the brink who spent there very long. So Eleanor is very teen get rid of this dagger if she wasn't already. Maloof lets out a groan as Cola is kind of tending to him. You see, um, his body is blackened, like he just got, like, struck by lightning or burnt, like, and in fact, around his mouth, you see where he was, um, from, possibly from the void speech, some of his teeth have actually, like, shattered or rotted you can't quite tell but his teeth don't look like they're in good shape and his mouth is fried and he's just groaning in pain mm. and then cola looks up at you that thing it must go She she looks really like she's she's really torn. I, I I'm so sorry. I sent Maloof. I didn't trust you. I didn't trust you to make the decision that needed to be done. So I sent him to take it. Oh Maloof, I I'm I'm so sorry, Maloof. She's kind of stroking his his head like a mother. Eleanor is getting herself up, dusting herself off, kind of moving some of the rubble out of the way. 
We will destroy the dagger tomorrow. We will go to the mountain. And she looks at Mira. So Mira looks completely resigned to everything that just happened. And, you know, if it wasn't made clear how she felt about it, she she dreamed of Tomlin, but in her sort of like twilight thoughts of going to sleep, she was replaying sort of every thought she's ever had about the dagger. And the conversation that they had um, at the Shadows of Blood immediately following the battle at the pyramid, um, she was thinking about what Thetra said, which was, you know, she trusts Thetra more than like almost any sort of, I don't know, arcane mentor she's ever had. And, um, and she's thinking about what Thetra said about the dagger. And she has now leaned into the fact that it's got to go at whatever cost, because to keep it around would be greater than the cost of letting it go. So she communicates all of that with a look <laughs> to Eleanor. Um, just unknowing nod, just you won't hear a word against it from me. Eleanor wants to look down and see if Yolok's okay, because you said he's under the rubble and, like, in and out of consciousness, he's, so... He's out of the rubble, but he is, he's flopped over on it now, like, oh, okay. in bad shape. She's gonna, like, scoop him up. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm absolutely out of it. So she's gonna scoop him up and get him out of the rubble... Over to where everyone else is congregated. I'm assuming there's more lantern keepers coming. Oh yeah, there's a whole like crowd happening. There's a whole crowd um coming over to watch and like on the on the perimeter, and they all look not hostile, but they all look really like uncomfortable and tense. Yeah. <laughs> So Eleanor scooped up Yolok, and she's taking this moment while he is, like, kind of unconscious to inspect the dagger. She's not going to, like, try to take it or anything, but she wants to see, like, how is it on his body? Like, just in case he is unable to get rid of this. Like, I just want to know, like, how is it held? Yeah. Can we just grab it? Do we have to, like, take off, like, is it on, like, a belt? It's attached to it. So the sheath is attached to his belt. And so, in theory, like, you know, uh, either pulling it from the sheath on the belt or actually, like, slicing the belt or something like that would would be the, the physical means to remove it. Okay. It's good to know. Okay. Cool. Um... Cola is still focused on Maloof. Eleanor is holding Yolok. No one is moving to, like, shove you out, but also none of the other people are coming to, like, check on you. Um, someone rushes a bag of, like, probably her, probably some medical supplies to Cola tending to Maloof. 
I think I'm going to get some of those. I'm going to take Yolok over to where that medical supplies is as well. Okay. When you bring it over, the, the person holding the bag next to Cola while she, she's not even looking up at you yet. He, he looks at you and then he, um, as you try to come over for, for the stuff, he kind of clears his throat and, and touches Cola and she looks up and looks at you and looks at the bag and like she's making a decision. How is he? He does not seem to be doing very well. He needs some help. Can we please get him... Can we get him some medicine? Can we get him some aid? Bring him... She kind of gestured, bring him here, to the uh, uh, a flattish spot on top of some of the stuff. This was... The clinic, and she gestures around the pile of rubble. This bat, th this is what I have, which is the bag of stuff at her side. Um, I'm so sorry. I I'm not sure what happened. She huffs. Um, she does take a minute and start looking at Yolok, and she's like checking for broken bones. She's checking for, um, she's checking for, um scrapes and you know bruises burns maloof is burned in some bizarre ways probably you know similar to like a lightning burn or an, an electrical burn yolok is not so yolok is real whacked out but he's physically unharmed other than the base some bumps and bruises from the collapsed roof so um she um she does put together a small um she she pulls out a few things and uh waves to Mira cuz she she kind of looks she remembers that Mira kind of knows some of this stuff waves Mira over she points at a couple of the supplies. Make make him make him a tea of this. It should help him sleep and bring down any infection or recover and help him help him recover. And Mira looks at it. She it's fairly straightforward. Like yeah, it's it's pretty basic. You know exactly what she's doing, and it's pretty general, but. It probably is about what makes sense under the circumstances. So, you know, you can easily prepare it given the simplicity of it. Um, and so uh, that's easy to make happen. While she then continues to attend to Maloof's burns and a bunch of folks start arranging a, uh, a makeshift kind of stretcher out of some blankets. And again, because you probably, they may have had a proper stretcher. It's now under rubble. So they uh, they now have to move a very very large bear, but thankfully they also have some large bears. So um, <laughs> four other bear bear folk males are able to kind of get him in a blanket and kind of lift him up off the ground a bit and and move him to a a safe place. 
after a little bit. And uh, finally, at that point, Cola takes a big breath. And, and look, kind of looks you all directly with attention for the first time since it all kind of went down. This is a disaster. I think, uh, <clears throat> I think Yolak is starting to um, kind of come out of his haze just about now. Mm. So he's sort of like just starting to open his eyes, um, gaining his bearings and realizing that he's being held, which he doesn't really understand. So uh, you probably got laid down at some point along this along this process onto some some. Well, did Eleanor? Did you lay me down? Um. Yeah, I think I would have set you down at some point wherever Maloof was and the supplies were. Okay. So, who's who's around me? Eleanor, Mira, and Cola. Are are they like around me in a circle? Am I outside of their circle? What what is our relative position? Well, Mira, I think is is preparing she's using her staff to heat some water in a flask and she's she's putting together a little makeshift thing so she's she's right beside you to sort of keep an eye on you and take instruction and to assess as as you're waking up now cola is kind of right in front of you like doing a quick like assessment of like focus and your present so so the old the old bear lady is is right in front of you cola how could you her eyes sending sending a thief in the night cola i am so sorry he is not in his right mind right now i didn't trust you to make the right decision. And I sent this Maloof is not, to do it. This is not your decision to make. One way or the other, we would have been out of your area of concern and never come back. Look at Maloof. You did this to him. Yo, luck. She didn't do this. Cola I holds did. up a hand. Yes, I did. And it's cold as steel. I did. I have sent people on harder missions with less chances of success. And I still don't trust you to do what needs to be done. I never asked for your trust. She sits back. She kind of sits back. No, you didn't. You offered us a safe place 
to spend one night and you couldn't even keep your word for two hours. You are nothing. I can't bear this place a moment longer. And Good. Yolak she stands up tries and brushes her up. hands. I think you should all leave. <gasps> now. Eleanor! Un Eleanor is going to try to make amends real quick. Cola! I am so I am so sorry. Yolok. Yes, this is horrible what happened, but I mean I think we can all agree that what that dagger is is capable of. We wasn't the dagger who hurt Maloof. Yolok. We have never seen it possess people from just touching it. I touched it and Elashra was in my head. She I've was ready to possess my body. Before, I've told you that no one should touch this other than me. I, I, Yolak is trying to stand up and walk away. I, can I stand up and walk uh, away? Yeah, you're shaky. It's hard. You can do it, though. There might be a little stumble, but you're, you can move. <laughs> Eleanor, you have commanded me to destroy this dagger. You have taken my agency and I will follow you and your orders as you have given them to the letter. You are immortal. You do not live on the same plane as me. You are effectively a god, but I challenge you to look deep inside yourself and ask yourself if you are benevolent. Yolak, you have no idea what you are talking about. I'm, I'm gone. I no, am leaving. No, she grabs I'm him. I'm walking. She grabs him. Yolak is like out of it. She grabs him. I'm. I, I know. I'm grabbing you right now. I'm rolling. What? What? Is he gonna? Are 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 we getting into rolling? Are we contesting? Or is he gonna? Uh, it depends no, how Yolak cares no. if she grabs her. I've I've said I'm going to do exactly what Eleanor has asked me to do and throw the dagger away, and I'm on my way to the destination. Uh, Eleanor reaches out and grabs his arm. Resorting to violence again. Yolak, How may I help you? I am a human. I was bitten. It was not my choice. I stumbled into the Oasis. And when we are done, I plan to leave the Oasis and live out my days, how long or short, fighting the evils in this world. How dare you presume to know who I am and what I stand for? I plan to do everything I can to fight this evil. And I believe that this dagger is possessing you. What pieces of your soul has it already sucked away and replaced with pieces of that nothingness, that void? What would you have me do, Eleanor? Beyond what I have already committed. I want you to stop acting like we are not on your side. Like we are against you. I feel like this dagger has poisoned you. Did you not try to grab the dagger for yourself? No, I was trying to save you from Maloof. 
The fact that you think I'm going to try to take it from you, that everyone's trying to take it from you, doesn't that worry you? Correct me if I'm wrong, Eleanor, but we've just been told that Maloof was trying to take it. Well, yes, he was, but I was not. And yet I touched it, and the Lashra was in my head. It was horrible. I know. So I would assume that you would leap at the opportunity to get rid of this. Well, I think, unfortunately, that is the situation that has just presented itself. A restful night would have done us all well, but I guess we all know where we're headed, so we may as well get started. Unfortunately, it seems like we no longer have an escort. So since we are left to our own devices, we may I suggest we make our departure. And she looks back. She can't even face Cola. She feels so terrible. Because Amira's head, she feels like had she been more decisive the night before, then maybe that would have not, maybe that would have garnered a little more trust in Cola. And if Mira had been more decisive, then Cola maybe wouldn't have sent Maloof. And so she's not wrong. True to form. Mira's blaming herself for <laughs> desperate measures and structural damage. So we're out of here. <laughs> Come to think of it, I think Mira has dealt more structural damage throughout this campaign <laughs> than anyone. True. Yolak might stab people in the soul, but Mira consistently brings buildings down. <laughs> I, uh, on, on our way out, uh, I sort of do the look over the shoulder thing, uh, and just see Maloof. Is, is Maloof conscious? They dragged him off, um, in, a, ah, in that, okay. the litter to another hut and are pro probably taking care of him there. All right. So as you guys all leave, the the crowd has kind of parts around you and you're sort of walking through a, a bit of a corridor of a, a loose corridor of the inhabitants of the town. And um, the, as you're leaving, um, Mira, let's say you are the one that the, as you're leaving to get a glance up and see the beautiful, clear, night sky that you're able to see through the uh in the in the circle of the lantern keeper's village and uh as you pass through the the gate at the ring of lanterns you are back in the forest around it and the sky is thickly overcast in the night no stars there's no stars visible just a gray cloudy haze up in the sky and you are in the middle of the woods of the shadow realm deep in the night <laughs>